This is an Average Robots production. Hello, everybody. We are back. This is Idiots Rolling Dice. Night 23 of Utopia. <coughs> Sorry for the delay. Uh, do some drugs, not others. Cue the intro. Welcome to Utopia. Do all the drugs. No, don't. Don't do meth. Don't. It's not good for you. Okay. Crack you. All right, stop. My heroin's okay. Oh my god. I want to die. I want to die already. This has been a long couple days, and you guys are not helping. (laughs) Okay. Helpful. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Idiots Rolling Dice. My name is Merrick the Idiot. I am the Dungeon Master for this campaign here as we venture into Utopia. I am joined, as always, by some wonderful, wonderful people, starting first with Miss Daisy Cakes. Oh, me first. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Daisy. I play Vanessa Halen on this particular quest, and I grew up a rich girl who didn't have any responsibilities, and now I am responsible for keeping myself alive among... A few other people who either want to keep me alive or not. I'm, I'm pretty sure they want to keep me alive. Next up, we're joined by Mr. Jimmy SHR14. What's up, Jimmy SHR14? I can't even say my own damn name here. Happens. Happens. I play Robin Hoodie, the king of the hoodies. Um, having blasted my friends here with uh, all you guys. Love to have you guys. And uh, hopefully kick some ass tonight. Next up, Mr. Play the Fool. Hello, hello. I'm Play the Fool. I play Mongo, half orc fighter slash rogue. Uh, kind of learning to become a good guy, walking around with his big ass sword and his cool ass friends. You're doing a good job being a good guy. Very good guy. Last but certainly not least, we have Mr. Vex. What's poppin'? I play Keith, uh, Tiefling. Uh, I don't even know what to call myself. Magic dude. Magic dude, yeah, let's go with that. Fucked up um, individual. Uh, very fucked up individual. Uh, thinks everything's a joke more than half the time. Uh, in very serious moments. So yeah, we're just chilling. Sounds good. So last time we all got together, our heroes uh, began face-to-face with five rotting corpses of past plunderers. Mongo once again got really scared, Bonnie got attacked by bugs, and Robin got punched a lot. After an intense battle that saw Mongo and Robin fall multiple times, some clutch healing brought them back just in time to do some critical damage, and the party maimed the mummies. They then investigated the pulsing crystal that was in the lab with them. As Mongo laid his hand on it, his soul was sucked out of his body and into a weird pocket dimension inside the crystal. Unsure of what had just happened, Keith tried to destroy the crystal, nearly succeeding before Mongo was forced to relive an important choice that set him on his path for good, and he escaped the pocket dimension with his prize. The rest of the party then followed Mongo's lead, and Mongo also tried to destroy the crystal with four of his friend's souls stuck inside of it, but thankfully he was not smart enough to figure out how to do it before they also made the right choice and claimed their new magic rings of unknown power. Uh, The gang then made their way back to Andreas' fortress, where they heard an ominous laughing, and inside they discovered him changed back into his beast form, laughing about how he was finally free. So things are tense in this room. You have Andreas... (laughs) Finally, I'm free again. Um, and like red and black energy swirls around him in this grand hall. Um, 
he's like standing on his hind legs in this beast form so it's kind of like he's like standing on like back lion legs um and spreading his wings out fully uh before he he settles his gaze on you uh this can only mean that you were successful in your mission I must give you my most sincere thanks. My power has finally been unleashed, and I can finally put a stop to all of this. Ah, pretty sinister laughter for someone that wants to do a little bit of good. Oh, uh, sorry about that. The energy kind of dispels. He morphs back into his human form. Uh, I was kind of just enjoying the moment for a second. Uh, sorry, I did not mean to threaten you. It's all good. Just saying. Uh, it's scary. Tiny bit scared right now. <laughs> Your sister like uh, takes her hand off her swords because she was like ready to draw them. Um, uh, he kind of eases the tension a little bit. Um, all of you are welcome to rest here before making your way back to the city. Uh, by those rings on your fingers, you are now finally ready to, I believe, put a stop to this tyranny that is trying to unfold. And, uh, I assume you'd want to know what they do. Yeah. Be Are there, is it like laser beams? Can I just stick out my hand? Keith, like, sticks out his hand. It's like, kind of like shoot laser beams. <laughs> um, so Keith sticks out his hand. Uh, it's not <laughs> laser beams. It's just kind of swirling magic. Um, he is not hurting you at the current moment. <laughs> okay, so I just sent all of your rings. Um, each of you has a, a special ring of Andreas uh, with a that allows you a special power. Um, oh, so just pay attention to what you have. Uh, if you have any questions, please let me know. So yeah, Andreas goes through explains the rings you have um, just for the viewers at home. Uh, Robin, you have the ring of immense fortitude uh, twice per day, or you get two uses of legendary resistance. So if you fail a saving throw, you can then choose to succeed instead uh, two times per day. Uh, Keith, you have the ring of immense protection. So uh, three times per day, you can cast shield as a reaction and give yourself plus two to AC. Uh, Vanessa, you have the Ring of Immense Rage, uh, which allows the use of rage once per short rest, um, which will give you plus four to your damage rolls uh, and advantage on strength and athletics checks. Um, then Mongo, you have the Ring of Immense Flame. Two times per day, you can cast Green Flame Blade as a bonus action, uh, doing an additional 1d8 plus your strength modifier on your next melee hit uh and then bonnie has a ring of immense healing which doubles her spell casting modifier on all healing spells amazing uh yeah. yes give me more reaction spells um so andreas explains the rings to you settles down he looks excited about what's happened and he says like i said all of you are welcome to rest here you have just under a day's travel back to the city, uh, and I can make sure you are unimpeded on your way back. Um, however, my interference in the city uh, might cause some problems, give people something to rally against, uh, so I shall not make an appearance until uh, Princeton and Aronel make their move. But I mean, 
riding back on a dragon would just set the tone for everything. It would also terrify the entire population and maybe scare them into going the arms of an evil god. But like, people are already scared of us. Are they? I think so. I don't think we're as scary as he is. I'd argue just that they're saying. probably less scared of me. Or less scared of you than they are of me. Uh, uh true. Yeah. Uh, I just want to wear a fucking whatever you are. That'd be awesome. Alright. <clears throat> so I what don't... is it what is it we need to do then? What what um what else needs to be done? At this point, make your way back to the city, see where things are, but I mean some of your party looks like they're in very rough shape. So Yeah, we could we could yeah, probably I could use, use a good rest. rest. You'd need to to get some sleep and get a get an early start in the morning. Get you can get back to the city by tomorrow afternoon if you leave early enough. Great. Thank thank you. Um so you guys are resting here in the fortress. Um anything anybody uh wants to do? Uh, as you all get your long rest. Uh, also, you guys level up uh, for the course of this. Let's go. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Does anybody want to do anything else around the um, fortress or anything over the course of the rest? I feel like, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm scared to look around. I don't want to touch anything that's going to be like booby trapped. I'm going to go look around. And search for some cool shit. Be careful. Alright, well, I want to look. I'm, I guess I'm. I'm just gonna look around the room where we're resting. Okay. Uh, so you guys are are resting in like the uh, barracks, basically. There's the uh, like hot springs where you guys took your little rest before. Um, there's like the rec room. There's the like mechanic uh, like repair shop room. Um, uh, Keith, as you're looking around, go ahead and make an investigation check. Uh, 13. 13. Um, so you're kind of walking around the fortress. Uh, you walk past, like, the, the rec room. Um, and you see your sister inside through, like, the cracked door. <clears throat> Can I just see what she's doing? Um, she's just kind of looking at, at the stuff in there. I'm gonna walk in. She, she doesn't notice you walk in. Uh, what is she sitting on? She's sitting on, like, a chair, a bench. On like a little chair or beanbag thing. I'm just gonna walk up to her and put my hand on her shoulder. Oh, hi, hi, Keith. Um, make an insight check while you're here. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. She looked like she's she's looking longingly at all this stuff. Um, you ask, "What are you doing?" Uh, she turns to you and she says, "Once once we stop them, I don't know if I'm gonna come back here. You know." Um spent the last 15 years of my life basically in this fortress it's it'd be it'll be weird to go back to the city you know our house is still around have so you like been, have you been living there no uh painful memories but we went there a little bit ago i mean it's all boarded up and stuff but we can always make it home again yeah i guess i don't know it's just like you know i i left the city when i was 16 and all I've had to talk to for the last 15 years is some weird, detached, and fucked up god. I, I, I don't know what it's going to be like when I'm back. <laughs> you know? Uh, I mean, I can help with that. 
I know a lot of people. <laughs> How many of them hate you? Uh, do you really want to know the answer to that question? Do I really want to know the answer to that question? <laughs> I just kind of shake my head no. <laughs> But there is one awesome person I'll have to introduce you at some point. Well, hopefully we'll get the chance. Um, like Andrea said, you know, we'll come in when things start popping off and we'll give, you know, we'll be able to control if they have an army, you know, we'll be able to minimize that impact. You know, if who knows what's going to happen when we get back to the city. Um, I sure don't. So. What matters is that we're together again. A single tear forms in her eye. She looks up at you. That, that's right, Keith. That's right. That is what matters. Um, she kind of stands up, takes one last look at the, the stuff around, then begins uh, walking out of the room. I follow her. Yeah, she just leaves the room, kind of takes a around the fortress tells you about like things that have happened to her and you know experiences and stuff she's seen over the last 15 years and you just have like a nice little bonding moment with your sister uh anybody else uh doing anything vanessa you said you were looking around like the barracks yeah just just to kind of check everything out i mean it was we were fighting i wasn't really able to look at everything before yeah, yeah go ahead and make your investigation check so i had 19 plus 3 so 22 22 uh i mean the barracks seem mostly uh i mean pretty pretty calm uh there's one area in the corner where like a bunch of beds were like put together and it looks like that's elizabeth's spot um but apart from that um you know just standard military bunk bed cots kind of thing um not too much to see Okay, so you guys all uh, get your rest. You're able to get your motorcycles repaired. Elizabeth, like, you know, hits it up, make sure everything is taken care of. Um, and early, like, 4.35 a.m. the next morning, uh, you guys wake up to get an early start on, on the day. Um, Andreath is, like, standing outside on, like, the ledge overlooking the wastelands. Um just kind of hanging out there, uh, sitting, watching the the clouds. Like, it's still, it's morning, so, like, light's not really up yet. Um, but it's still, like, gray, dark gray storm clouds with, like, kind of a red uh, hue to them um, outside. As Andreath is just hanging out there, Elizabeth walks out and stands next to him. As you guys, you know, have all your stuff. Um, he turns to you, he says... Before you go, uh, and he conjures up this, like, skull thing, like this giant hmm. skull. He's like, that way you can tell them you destroyed me. Um, don't mention my name, though. Tell them we, you got that you killed the fucking beast. I don't know. Use your head. Okay. Sounds good, but I want a rain check on that ride. You'll have to, I'll tell you what, if you guys actually pull this off, you'll have earned it. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, uh, okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I turn on the bike and just go. 
So you guys ride down the the path and actually have a relatively uneventful ride um, back to the city. It takes like four or five hours to get back there. Um, The as the sun's come up, in theory, uh, the clouds have kind of spread still from the uh, fortress area. It seems like Andrea has has something to do with causing this storm uh, and is are beginning to encroach on the city you know when you're about an hour out you can see you know the mount you can see the mountains for from when you guys left but you can see the massive outer wall of utopia uh take like a clear shape um and you guys you know make your way calmly and peacefully back to the city it seems like andrea did something to affect all the creatures and he's obviously affecting the weather um make sure you guys were unimpeded back um uh, anybody doing anything as you guys kind of make this home stretch towards the gate? I'm I just, good. I, I'm I still can't good. believe we went we went out there and came back. It's, so it's awesome, right? It's so cool. I just am. I'm kind of like looking behind me, like I'm gonna miss it a little bit. The adventure no, was won't. really cool. No, you won't. No, I won't. No, but we I'll won't. pretend I did because. That makes me feel better, and it makes the trauma seem less less painful. I mean, we got Bonnie pipes up. We got what we were looking for. We, I mean, we did what we... I, it actually wasn't quite what we came out to do, but we kind of found out a lot and are now way closer to stopping this, so I'd say it was definitely worth it. Absolutely. And, you know, we're all together. We're good. Everybody's, you know, bruised, but I not... Mean- I love the trip because I love going out here and I found my sister. Yeah. Hell yeah. We got some good stuff out of this. It was great. I mean, besides the point of you guys getting captured in the very beginning. Again, we're just going to move past it and just, we got other stuff to do. So I'm going to just focus by goblins. Like the, the, the weakest monster. To be fair, it was a really stressful, like there was a lot of shit going on. Okay. I don't know. Me and Mongo got pretty good safety in a cave. And what did you do when you got there? Talked to an old ass goblin. And what and did, yeah. What you how'd see? that go? Yeah, how'd that go? Uh Mongo, take over. Uh yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, Keith pissed them off. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. Mongo, you're supposed to have my back asshole. Yeah, well. You know what? <laughs> if there's something I've learned about Mongo, it's that he is actually pretty honest for, you know, a career criminal. Uh, so, at least Which we I don't have that. How you're still alive, to be honest. Now that I think about that, it's probably his fucking huge muscles. I mean, I get that, but like, <laughs> how can and a he's... criminal be that honest? Uh, well, you know, give him a break. He, he found a good path. He's a different guy than he was when we met him. I think all of us have been are are different from when we first started this i know i am yeah oh yeah definitely you are nowhere near the same vanessa that i knew <laughs> well, i'm still a drunk yeah, you will always you know, be a drunk you know what that's okay is it's it all, though i don't know well, yeah you know, now he can cure it so it's fine yes, yeah I he can. can just anytime he feels sick he can just cure it it's uh, imagine <laughs> guilt-free alcoholism that's got to be crazy <laughs> Oh my god. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. He takes, takes out his flask and takes okay. a shot. Okay. Yeah, great. I'm going to kick up my kickstand and keep going. <laughs> uh, so as you guys get you know closer and closer to the outer wall, uh, you can see, no checks needed, you can see like movement on top of the wall at like the guard towers and turrets uh, thing, and you can actually hear a faint cheer uh, as the gate begins to open. Um, allowing you re-entry into the city. You guys drive your bikes in through this massive gray stone and steel uh, gate, and it closes behind you, and like people are kind of freaking out about it. Um, the guards and staff seem like wildly excited to have you home safe, because that doesn't fucking happen. People don't come back safe. And we have the a wasteland. giant skull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go I, ahead and I make... Raise, I raise it into the air. <laughs> Keith, as you raise it into the air, uh, everybody can go ahead and make perception checks. 17. 16. 6. 19. Damn, um, I suck. <laughs> so, Robin, you're just kind of taking in, like, all the energy and excitement that's around you. Uh, everybody else, you can see, like, a, a captain-type person um, calling on a radio uh, about you guys returning and the skull and stuff. Um, so what are you guys doing as you check back into the city? Uh, I will tell you, like, a lot of shit has happened while you were gone. Um, so you guys have a lot of people you could check in with, uh, try to figure out what's up. Um, yeah, I would like to check in with my dad. Okay. Uh, you, uh, call your dad. He's like, hey, yo, what's up, Ness? Are you back? <laughs> yeah, dad, we made it. We, we got the beast. Hell yeah, dude. I've just been in hiding for four days. Uh, keeping keeping tabs and stuff open. Um, you know, learn what I can hear. Uh, some fucking shit happened while you guys were gone. Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay. If you, I don't know if you guys want to like go check in with Stonefist or like maybe go talk to Abraham. Okay. Uh, Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm pretty good and then you know anybody who's come here looking suspicious i just fucking cast a spell on him and made him go away so okay well as long as you're okay um i guess that's what i'll start doing then we'll try and figure it out or learn more and figure out what we need to do i'm gonna call cap all right i haven't told you yet well i mean he can just check in uh cap does not answer there's no response for him god damn it <laughs> He, like, slowly lowers the head, sulking. Guess we should probably check in with uh, Abraham, since it was basically his doing, sending us out to uh, to the wasteland. Uh, but, like, my... should we check in with Stonefist first? Bonnie, so... Bonnie pipes up and is like, yeah, do we really trust Abraham? Also, Robin's dad is there, and I don't like him. Yeah, Robin, your dad's a pushover. Fuck him. We should just talk to Stonefist. We know yeah, we can trust him. I could have told you guys that. You know that, right? What? My dad's a pushover. Oh, uh, he, okay. I mean, he's beat your ass, you know, in three smacks. So I don't know if pushover is the right word. He's definitely a dick. Oh, he's a fright. He's a P word. I'm not going to say it. Okay. Me. So we should all be aware that... Um, my dad says some shit went down. So, not really sure what that means. Uh, I mean, like, 
We, That's we kind just, of normal at this point, though. Uh, we just need to be careful while we get there. We need to go right to Stonefist and figure everything out. So let's Man, make I don't that know our... why you're being so cautious. I mean, like, look at what's happened. I know, but I don't want people to think that we came back, like, with an alternate mission. That's all I mean. Be aware. Don't let the excitement... I mean, we literally have an extra person with us. Elizabeth did not come back with you. Oh, she didn't? No, she's staying with Andreath to uh, avoid any suspicions. It'd be weird if you guys return with an extra person. I'm just going to be honest. Particularly one who has been exiled from the city. Yes. So that's good. Gotcha. Okay. Well, uh, so let's go. That's where we're going then. Let's go find Stonefist and. Yeah, because, like, Stonefist has, like, been on our side this entire time even though he hates me but like still well hating you doesn't mean he's against us just means he hates you yeah but everybody hates me there's a lot of people that don't i don't i won't hate might be a strong word there's a lot of people that don't get along with you personally that will still support your cause but Uh, you get along with me you guys get along with me (laughs) mm-hmm right so Okay, let's um, let's let's just yeah, just pointing forward as I move. <laughs> uh, so you guys uh, drive back to uh, Stonefist's temporary shelter that they set up after the fires uh, at his first one, um, and you see him doing his classic good guy things. Uh, he's in there passing out food and water to people, um, helping you know get things set up, organized, trying to make this little temporary situation that they have uh work out well um he takes notice of you guys um nods his head uh and motions you over to like a side room um where he he closes the door behind him as you guys all get in and says uh first and foremost welcome back i'm very happy to have you here safely um were you did you get the beast we did I hold up the head. That's that's amazing. Honestly, it feels like things have been going crazy well for us the last couple of days. Um, so you know, maybe that uh, send some good, you know, positive energy out in the universe that's manifesting itself for us. Um, speaking of positive things manifesting themselves for us, I have something to show you. Uh, he turns, he heads over to a TV uh, where he he turns on, he turns on the TV um, and it's a recording uh, starting first with like a, a selfie view of Captain Mercant's face. Um, it says, this is former police captain Droth Mercant. I've been tailing the criminal known as Marcus Mortimer since uh, four days ago. This, it is currently five days before the election, um, and I have found something incredible. He flips the camera around. Um, it shows a black car pulling up to a person leaning against a motorcycle. Um, person leaning against the motorcycle uh, looks up, and you can pretty distinctly see that it is the same, like, sharp, very handsome features of a tall elf with uh, dark, slick-back hair. Um, smoking a cigarette. Uh, out of the black, like, town car steps 
a another elven figure with black hair as well as a lizard person. Uh, Marcus Mortimer says, he flicks a cigarette out. He's like, well, it's fucking nice of you to make some goddamn time for me, Princeton. Um, now you hear a voice that you recognize as Princeton Vixus says, watch your attitude, young man. There's still a chance for our plan to work out. And keep in mind, nearly every setback we've had so far has been because of you. Um, Marcus talks again. Really? Because everything started going south when you and your fucking lizard boy here thought it'd be a great idea to have your daughter fucking kidnapped and killed. Did that win you enough sympathy votes, you moron? A majority of my operation got destroyed as a direct result of that bullshit. The drug dealer, also your idea. I've had to bankroll everything that's fucking gone wrong for us, so do not lecture me about blame. Uh, Princeton speaks up again and he says, Look, we still have the contingencies in place. Handle your end, I'll handle mine. He turns around, and as he turns around, uh, the camera gets a pretty clear view of his face. He steps back into the car, um, and the recording fades. Um, Go cap. Hey, Keith, you were right. It was an inside job. Told ya. There's a reason why I'm a detective. See, sometimes he's right. Sometimes? What do you mean? Sometimes. We didn't really get called that shit since the beginning. All right. Well, (laughs) okay. So, Mr. Stonefest, what are we going to do? Well, um, uh, Greg has a speech shortly uh, where he will present a strong united leadership uh, with some of the other representatives, uh, likely leading him to him all but guaranteeing himself the election. Uh, Princeton team has argued that this is all doctored and there is enough murkiness about the origins of the video um, where that has gained enough traction to not have him immediately removed from the ballot uh, and placed in jail but the majority of his support that did not already cast its votes uh, is gone Um, so I mean theoretically maybe we just have to hold out for three more days or two more days till the election Um, but Captain McKent has been missing since he sent everybody this video. So, I mean, obviously to you and I, this is pretty clearly um, Princeton and Marcus colluding to try and, you know, rig the election or control enough things in the private sector to win him the election for what purpose I do not know. Uh, Honestly, had he just run a completely clean slate he might have won he probably would have won um but you know sometimes politicians get a little too greedy sometimes i was trying look not every politician in the city is actually bad i've we work with several of them you know including representative day it's uh not every politician is evil most are but not everyone well I'm kind of like trying to figure out what to say, but now I feel weird about saying it around Bonnie. And I'm kind of looking at her while I'm talking to you guys. Uh, So what, I mean, so what do we do in the meantime? Should we just hang out? I mean, should we be trying to find Marcus? Should we be? I'm going to go find Cap. I feel like 
well, so do we just act like everything's cool? Like we're just soup to be home and that's it? Uh, first off, Vanessa, make an insight check on Bonnie. Uh, while you're doing that, Stonefist says, uh, look, I do not know. This was obviously a revelation I had not expected. Um, this information that Cap possibly risked his life for um, has been, you know, crucial. But still, things are scary, you know? Um, so we have to remain vigilant. We have to be on our guard. Um, the Leilani and Karian, I believe their names are, Vixis, are still under lockdown. Uh, and Princeton is a completely separate location, um, giving small speeches via the internet. Um, and then... He looks at his watch. Governor Abraham's speech starts in five minutes. Uh, I imagine we could watch that and see what his next move is. I mean, that sounds like a plan. So I got 14 for my insight check. Um, Bonnie looks pretty shook, um, but you also remember hearing her say, like, you know, talking herself into the fact that her father was a bad guy. Um, so it's not like she is completely surprised, but she's, I mean, obviously just shook. I mean, she just saw her father and her boyfriend plot together about, you know, stealing the election, basically. Um, so, uh, Stonefist turns on his TV to live channel and says, I guess we watch. I don't know if you guys want to do anything else, but I'm... Obviously, going to watch the speech. Do you have any inkling of where that footage was taken? It looks like some sort of factory. Uh, probably some shell corporation, through shell corporation. Um, you know, I don't know for sure. Cap just sent me the footage. Uh, and then he sent it to a whole bunch of people. It was on a massive group text. Uh, and. He did not respond after the footage was sent. But, I mean, I also believe he's cunning enough to have, if he got it out, you know, cunning enough to have evaded capture. Uh, he didn't seem in immediate danger when he was taking the footage. So, I don't know. True. I'm just worried. Well, we'll have to try and figure out uh, where Cap is then. But um, maybe we should take a listen to Governor Abraham's speech, see what he thinks about it, uh, everything that's going on, and then try and see in the meantime if we can track Cap down. See if maybe he'll answer anymore? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There's one, if there's one thing about Cap that we know is that he can handle himself, so... Facts. As Keith just sits down and puts his feet up. <laughs> so you sit down, put your feet up. Um... There's like a little news crew talking about uh, Abraham's speech and the allegations against Princeton. Um, and then it cuts to the angle of him. He's at like a government building in like the heart of Middle Utopia. So he's not up at the mansion. Um, he's like kind of in this downtown area. A lot of people, a lot of reporters, obviously this is a huge thing. Um, Abraham walks out of a door uh, 
up to the podium, standing tall, confident, the same kind of commanding presence he had, uh, but it seems like he's filled with some sort of determination as, like, rain, you can kind of see, starts trickling down uh, on the outside of the city. Um, he steps up to the podium, sets some papers down, says, People of Utopia, we now end one of the most tumultuous elections, not only elections, but periods of time in our history. Never has the division in our city been more pronounced, yet I stand before you today with a greater sense of hope, a greater sense of unity, and a greater sense of faith in our future than I ever have before in my previous term as governor. With our issues out in the open, now at the forefront of our, our minds, we've already begun to combat uh, them. With another full term, I am confident that we can eradicate this corruption and raise Utopia to a new level of prosperity and peace for all of its citizens. He raises his hands up as he says this. Make a perception check with disadvantage, all of you. Eleven. Perception check. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. This looks like sixteen. Sixteen. Um, okay. It's as he raises his hands up, you can see on the screen. Uh, he he doesn't look done with his speech. He just looks like he's finished his first point. Um, but the crowd is already kind of like cheering and getting behind him. With his hands above his head, you hear a blast come through the TV screen. I knew it. I knew it. Abraham falls flat first or face first on the podium <gasps> and then rolls off to the ground. Oh my God. There's shock, panic, screams out that you can hear. All of a sudden on the screen, every electrical device uh, that you can see like blows out with this blue energy and then the TV shifts. There's static and then out of the static forms this face um, comprised of like, or comprised of like coding and static and blue kind of scan lines uh, as a robotic voice speaks. The time has come for new order. All of you need submit or face my wrath. From the TV, even on your end, a blue magic blasts out. However, it seemingly does not affect any of you. Um, the voice continues. Now bow to your new king. The feet. Uh, I'm going to cast Firebolt on the TV really quickly. Okay. Uh, you cast Firebolt on the TV. What? Go ahead and make your attack roll. Bro, wait, really? I would have waited to at least hear who it was first. Stonefist is with us. He was included in not affecting any of you. Go ahead and make it. Uh, before okay. you cast your firebolt, go ahead and make perception check. A perception check. Okay. Not 20. <laughs> 19 plus 1, so 20. Uh, so 20. all of you guys can kind of see with those two high rolls. Uh, your rings are all glowing, uh, like this bright red. And then through Stonefist's shirt, you can see the outline of his tattoo glowing bright red. Um... So he, you all seem unaffected by whatever this magical blast was. Um, and it says, the voice on the TV says, Now bow to your new king. The feed cuts to the governor's mansion. Um, 
standing atop of it, uh, blue energy whipping around, uh, almost sedating some of the people who are kind of in the area. There's like security and groundskeeping staff that are like there and out that like the cameras can see, even though like this is some sort of magic floating camera. It wasn't, you know, this wasn't where the event was. So it's weird that there's cameras here, but they've probably been implanted for a long time. Um, so some people are sedated. Some people seem to be like resisting whatever this magic is. Uh, and some people seem to be like writhing in pain or something. Um, and it then zooms in to Princeton Vixus uh, standing on the roof. A couple of the security guards who are like unaffected by the blue magic go to shoot at Princeton and he uh, like deflects the shots back at them, killing them with like this blue pixelated energy that swirls around his right hand. Uh, the, the TV cuts to static uh, and like this blue kind of pulsing. Um, and uh, Stonefist just looks fucking shocked. Bonnie, same thing. Um, and outside, you can hear like chaos kind of erupt as shit is happening. Everywhere you hear like explosions, like all this kind of like weird magic shit. Um, seems like stuff's popping off. Um, and Stonefist is just slack jawed. I, I have to, I have to get to Victoria. Uh, um, do what you need to do. Uh, you must, uh, I, I have to imagine the governor's mentions where Princeton is, but I don't know if you guys are ready to take him by yourselves. Um, you all, uh, everybody make an insight check. What are you again? 19. 8. 5. Um, so Vanessa and, uh, Mong, or Keith, you guys can kind of hear, or you can just get this, like, inkling that Andreath is on his way. Um, almost like some sort of message just got sent to you. Um, so you get this feeling that he's coming now, uh, a lot sooner than they thought. Um, I instantly like get up and like start shoving everyone out the door. Like we gotta go. Uh, so you guys sprint outside. Um, as you guys can, as you guys get outside, you can see without any perception checks or anything. The same kind of shit you saw on the TV. Some people have, like, resisted the effect and are now running and screaming. Some people have been, like, completely just sedated. Um, and then some people uh, are, like, more combative. They are uh, have, like, blue pixelated energy uh, where their eyes should be, basically. Uh, their skin has gone pale. Um, and... You know, they're, like, beating people who have who basically have resisted the magic uh, in the streets. Um, as you guys sprint outside, um, you can see four of these, like, brutish figures heading your way. Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> Here we go. Yes, 19. I'm rolling amazingly right now. <sighs> Eight. Fifteen. Hell yeah. Uh, Bonnie got a five. Uh, okay. So first up in the order is uh, Miss Vanessa. So you guys just left the door to this room. There's no map for this uh, encounter. Um, and there's like three of these figures, four of these figures uh, kind of like spread out in a line 20 feet away from you. I mean, all right. Uh, 
This sucks. Uh, well, I guess I'm just gonna... Well, I'm gonna stance and see if anybody's gonna come straight at me with my axe in my hands. Uh, they seem... Uh, make an insight check. 17 uh, plus 6, so... Uh, they, yeah. s- they seem possessed and like they have intent to do harm. So you can hold your action or you can um, do something if you want. I feel bad hitting like people. It's not their fault. But they are trying to kill us, so... Uh, all right, well... I guess I'll go for figure one. Okay. Uh, so we'll say from... Uh, left to right, it's Vanessa, Robin, Mongo, Keith, Bonnie, and then same thing. If you're looking at them from left to right, it's one, two, three, four. Uh, so Vanessa just goes for the person on the leftmost. Uh, they're about twenty feet. That you got movement for that. Uh, go ahead and take your now three attacks. Yeah. All right. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. All right. Uh, seventeen. Uh, seventeen is gonna hit on your first one. Right, so D10. That's not maybe five. For the first one. Uh five damage. Okay. Uh six sixteen. Uh sixteen just hits. Oh sweet. Uh six more damage. And I'm gonna take another one. Okay. Sixteen again. Hits. And eight damage. Uh so Vanessa kinda runs up. Uh, to this possessed uh, person and just goes, (laughs) takes three swings with her axe, uh, burying it deep into the, to the possessed figure. Uh, Seems to be unfazed by the pain, but definitely injured. Uh, Next up is going to be Robin. Um, So you had Vanessa engaged with the leftmost one. um, And then two, three, four unencumbered at this point, about 20 feet from you. Well, let's see if I can change that. I'm going to put uh, Hail of Thorns in between one and two. Uh, okay. All right. You won't be able to get both of them. They are like six or seven feet apart. Um, so okay, so they're, they're not, social distance. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're not grouped up. All right. So number one's going to get it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make your attack. You Hail of Thorns bonus action. Go ahead and make your first attack roll. Great on the 20. Okay. Um Vanessa, I need you to make a deck save. Uh, the figure fails. 18. Wait, if she's 20 feet apart, how come she has to do a deck? Because she ran up to the first one. Ow. I'm standing right there. My bad. Okay. Please pass. Please uh, pass you said pass. you got 18? Yes. Uh, so you pass. So you're only going to take Sweet. half of this. But Robin did crit, so I need you to roll uh, your d8... Uh, 2d8 plus 5, and then 2d10. And Vanessa, you're going to half the 2d10. So 9 damage with the blast. 4. 4. And that's 4 on the d10. And then one more d10, because you crit. Uh, 6, so it's 9 more. So 10, uh, so you had 9, 10, 19 damage to figure 1. Uh not happy with it vanessa you take five damage from the burst of the hail of thorns uh okay okay, that was only your first attack second i'm so second i'm gonna go up to vanessa and heal that five uh okay uh so you want to do a first level cure wounds uh 
Yep, first level cure wounds. Okay, roll your D8 plus one. <clears throat> Seven. Seven, okay. Uh, Vanessa, you're back to full health. Yay. <laughs> um, actually, no, you can't do that because you already took your attack. Um, oh, that's right. So you can just take your other two attacks. Okay. Just to let's see, bonus action is Hail Thorns, so just take it. Yeah, just take the regular. Two more attacks to uh, whoever you want. Another hit, 20. Dirty 20 is going to hit on the first guy. 11 damage. Super unhappy with what's happened. Same. Another 20. Go ahead and blast this figure away. I don't even need to roll damage. Nah, <laughs> it had one hit point left. Uh, oh, yes. So Vanessa goes, <laughs> Robin follows immediately, <laughs> uh, and destroys this person. Uh, blast! Last shot goes right through the center of the forehead. Uh, as you kill it, the pale skin kind of becomes flush again. The blue energy leaves the eyes, and it falls to the ground. Um, All right, Vanessa. That's your turn. It doesn't um, make me feel any better. Number two is going to, about seven feet from Vanessa, is going to head over to Vanessa, swing at her twice with a laser club. Uh, is I'm going to throw my D8 in a reaction. Uh, misses on the first one. Hits with the second one, though. Uh, you said you were going to roll your D8 to reduce the attack? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I rolled a four. Uh, you rolled a four. It does not hit. Now, with its two. Sweet. Um, number three is going to walk up to... Or is actually going to stay where it is and take two shots with its gun. That dice has been rolling like shit. So let's switch to a different one. Uh, so this one has a laser rifle. Um, and it's going to hit uh, Robin, who just blasted away. Um, for... Where's my D10? Uh, for... Five damage on the first attack to Robin. Um, misses with the second attack. Third one is going to uh, run up to Keith. Bring it on, bitch. Uh, Just hits. punch him. Uh, your AC is 15. It hits on the first attack uh, for uh, six, nine damage on the first attack. Misses on the second attack. Haha, <laughs> bitch. Uh, and that brings us to Mongo's turn. So you have uh, two. Uh, Mongo, you see about 25 feet from you diagonally. Uh, number two is tangled up with Vanessa. Uh, number three is about 20 feet straight ahead of you, uh, taking pot shots. And number four has run up to Keith, who's about six or seven feet from you to your right. Uh, I think I'm going to get in number three's face and teach him to take shots on my buddy robin okay uh so mongo charges up to number three 16 to hit hits you think if we knocked him out that would still get rid of the possession or do we have to kill them for that to happen or 11 damage okay uh that was your first attack go ahead and take your second attack 27 to hit yeah it's gonna it's gonna super hit (laughs) for 16 damage uh, so Mongo charges immediately with his great sword, spears him on the first attack, pulls his sword out, chops into the the, the uh, like humanoid possessed figure on the second attack, fucks it up pretty good. Uh, Keith, that's your turn. Uh, 
Shit, sorry. Um, I am going to just cast Acid Air on the dude in front of me. Okay, that's number four. Uh, it's going to be a 18. 18 hits. Uh, what is it? 44. Uh, target takes four acid immunity, two, three, four. Okay. Uh, 44. Where's my D4? I haven't used acid air in a hot minute, so. Uh, 10 damage. 10 uh, acid damage. 10 acid damage, number four. Uh, does not. On its next turn, it deals, uh, 2d4 okay on the end of its next turn just remind me about that because i will forget will do uh any bonus actions or movement or anything nope okay uh that's you um bonnie is just gonna run up to the one that uh was fucking you up keith and go at it with her club twice her little quarterstaff i was on a 16 but uh she misses unfortunately um and that's all she's gonna do for right now yeah that's all she's gonna do for right now um but that brings us up to vanessa so you got number two who's tangled up with you um uh and yeah uh well if he's if we're if we're still if we're still tangled up i'm gonna i mean these are just people right i could just punch him i don't necessarily have to like cut him in half yeah totally up to you Nah, screw it. I just want this to be over with so we can move forward. Because I, I want to get to the bad guy in my head. 16? 16 is going to hit. Okay. These guys aren't wearing, like, aggressive plate. They're wearing... They seem to be, like, more armored, almost like they were kind of prepared for this to happen or just, like, generally tougher people. Um, who were, like, targeted by this spell. Um, but they aren't, like, fully bulked up and armored. They have, like, little laser clubs. Um, a lot of them look like police officer types. Um, so maybe the corrupt cops. Okay. Well, I got 14 damage on that first hit. Okay, that's really good. Uh, 18 plus A is 26. 26 hits. Super hits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and 12 damage on that one okay take your fucking third attack I didn't realize you guys got that, that this early <laughs> it's 14 14 total yes that misses that misses okay um, so Vanessa you know cuts this guy up with their axe uh, but they seem to stand uh, strong. Uh, so Robin, you got number two that Vanessa's tangled up with, uh, number three, whose Mongo's tangled up with, and number four, who's right next to Keith and Bonnie. All right. And nobody's around four, correct? Keith and Bonnie are. He, or that, that one charged at Keith, uh, and then Bonnie, um, like, went to swing at it with her, her quarterstaff. I'm gonna put Hunter's Mark on four and pull the trigger. Okay. 14 misses. Going to go for number two. Okay. And eight misses. Another shot again. Mm-hmm. 22 will hit. 22 is going to hit, so go ahead and roll your damage plus your D6. So 14 damage total. Uh, 14 damage total, number four. Uh, all three of these things look equally kind of messed up. 
Uh, this one's going to go at Vanessa again uh, with two attacks. Uh, is going to get a nat 20 on the first one. Ooh, wow. 12, 20. Uh, you get hit for 23 damage, Vanessa, on the first attack. Jesus. Uh, but they miss on the second attack. Okay. Um, I rolled so well on my uh, damage right there. Uh, this one's gonna go at Mongo. Fucking another nat twenty. Holy shit! Why is it? Why can't I do that? Uh, here I'll do it for you. It just—it was letting me do it. Now it's not. Uh, six, six, twelve. Uh, Mongo, you take fifteen damage on the first attack. Uh, is going to hit you on the second attack actually for 11, 14 uh, damage on the second attack. So you take, yeah, 29 total. Uh, number four is going to take two attacks at Keith. Hits. I'm rolling great on my damage. Uh, yes. Uh, it got a 17 to hit. Uh, I mean, no matter what, it's going to hit. Yeah. Uh, so it got 9-12 damage on the first attack. Bet. Misses on the second attack. Bet. Uh, at the end of its turn, it takes 2d4 acid damage. 2d4 acid. Uh, it takes 5 acid damage. And that's it for that. All right. Good little spell. Uh, and that brings us to Mongo. So number three right there just kind of fucked you up. Yeah, um, number three just pissed me off. 17 to hit. 17 hits. For 16 damage. 16 damage. Uh, it's looking pretty bad. 19 to hit. Uh, how do you want to take it out? Yeah. After he knocks me for a loop, I just come back with my great sword, slash him once upside the head, and in one motion, do a complete spin and just run him through so right you, through the gut. You slash in the head, spin around, backspin, stab it through the gut. Uh, once again, the energy in the eye fades, the pale skin goes flush again before falling dead. Um, that was... Uh, that was both your attacks. Uh, any bonus actions or anything? Uh, no, not right now. Okay. Keith, you're up. You got number four right in your face. I'm just going to grab him with Shocking Grasp. Okay. Ooh, all my fucking cantrips leveled up, too. Fuck yeah, let's go. Uh, it's going to be a 21 to hit. 21 hits. Uh, 3d8 lightning damage. Okay. Uh, 8 plus... 12. 12 lightning damage. Uh, 12 lightning damage. Uh, still is not happy about that. Um, any bonus action or anything? Uh, no. Uh, this brings us to Bonnie. Bonnie is going to go ahead and cast Hold Person on number... She's going to cast at a second level on number... Four right there. It's got to make a wisdom save. Right? That's a wisdom save? Or is it a Christmas save? Wisdom saving throw. 
it passes. Uh, so Bonnie goes to try and like s- capture this person, uh, and it just kind of shakes off, like the energy kind of pulses out of it, shaking off her little magical singing aura that she was casting on it. Um, and that's Bonnie's turn. Um, or is that a bonus action? That no, is an action. Okay, Vanessa. Um, so you're still tangled up with number two, actually, right up there. Yep, I'm going to see if I can't finish this off with my three. Okay. Uh, 18. Uh, 18 hits. Five damage on the first one. Okay. 19. 19 hits. Seven. 11 damage. All right. Uh, third attack. All right. Third attack is five plus 13. 13 total misses. Mm-hmm. Damn. I bet you I almost had him, too. Uh, anything else from you? Uh, no. Nope. I think, uh, I think that's it right now. Okay. Uh, Robin, you're up. You still have number four marked. Um, and you got your three attacks. All right, here we go. 15 miss. Misses on the first one. What's its AC, by the way? You know you a 16 know. has hit. Okay, dirty 20 hits. Yes. It looks like three down, seven damage. Seven damage uh, plus your D6. Six. So 13 total damage. All right, how do you want to take this thing out? Blow him right between his skull and in between, put the bullet right between his eyeballs. Okay, you blast laser uh, blow the back of this thing's head out. Um, falls to the ground just like the other ones. Skin returns to uh, normal color. As you do that... Um, uh, Vanessa, I actually need you to make a dexterity saving throw with advantage. Okay. So, 14. Uh, 14. Okay, you are going, only going to take half of this. Uh, Vanessa, that's 6, 8. Vanessa, you take 4 damage as a black SUV, like, drift, Tokyo drifts around the corner and fucking just runs over, um this last guy um, completely plowing it over uh, this black SUV pulls up um, stone fist is kind of like tending to people uh, and you got this car right in front of you uh, rolling Who's... down the window uh, a familiar face sticks its head out and says what's up hey hey mess oh my god <laughs> yo that drift was sick uh, you guys, like, should probably get in, and we should go save the Vixus girls, because shit's happening at their place. Yep, I'm jumping in the front seat. Okay, <clears throat> Bonnie sprints in after you. Um, Stonefist stops uh, Robin, Mongo, and Keith, and says, uh, I just I talked to Victoria. Uh, Captain Mercant is with her at her office, uh, but they are under attack. I'm going to go there right now. You guys do what you need to do, and then meet me there. Uh, if you want to save Cap, I'm coming with you. Keith, I, you might be more needed at this other place. Look, between Cap and myself and Victoria, who's no slouch, we should be fine, at least until you guys can get there. All right? Fine. Get in the car. If Come on, let's go. Go save your friends, please. I kind of slump into the car. <laughs> uh, so you slump into the car. Um, What's going on? Uh, so, yeah, shit's 
popping off, right? Uh, your dad's like masterfully uh, weaving in and out of traffic as you guys head back up to Upper Utopia. Uh, he's like, yeah, so after I saw the news, uh, obviously whatever fucking magic happened didn't affect me because, you know, I'm a boss. Um, but I, my little safe house wasn't too far from home, and I saw the, uh, I saw a fucking car full of dudes pull up to uh, Carrie Ann and Leilani's place where they've been, you know, locked down. Um, and it looked like their security guards weren't helping, so I whipped back down to get you. Uh, Carrie Ann was doing some fucking techno shit to try and fight people off, but I don't know how long they could hold up. Um, so I just tracked your phone and found you guys and let's get the fuck going. Wow. Oh, all right. Uh, so you guys pull up to Upper Utopia, um, where, uh, you pull up outside of the Vixus residence. You see a couple, like, black cars, uh, out there. Uh, go ahead and make any perception checks. Uh, but, 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 but. Thirteen. Nine. Uh, four. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay, um, none of you are, outside of Robin, none of you really can see what's going on. Uh, but Robin, you can see that there's four more of these, like, possessed brutish people outside, um, as well as a whole bunch of bodies uh, littering the ground. Uh, there's, like, a little, like, turret thing, uh, a couple, like, robotic animals that have kind of been broken. Uh, looks like there's been a fight going on here. Um, but you can also see that the door uh, to the house is broken in. Um, so it looks like whatever's happening here is a losing battle. Uh, and Coyote is also joining the fray. Sweet. Uh, we'll keep your same initiative rolls. Uh, Coyote got a... What the fuck did he get? He's got a plus three. Coyote got a 20. Why, you know, spry old man. Um, so outside, uh, kind of like patrolling the perimeter, there are four more of these... Um, uh, Possessed brute dudes. Um, what are you guys doing? Uh, I mean, what else do we got to do? We have to go out there. They're kind of patrolling around, um, but you can tell that there's like four of them. Um, so are they know. under the are they under the influence? Uh, yes, they appear to be. If they're just patrolling, we could try to sneak past them. These are, these are the do you remember guys, how? Right? bad you guys are at sneaking though hey i'm pretty damn good at sneaking eh. i mean eh. not really <sighs> i'm the giant root i have plus seven to stealth sir uh remember the first time we tried to sneak in somewhere yeah i okay. ended up in the dumpster uh no the first time we tried to sneak in somewhere someone got their coat stuck on a fence you know what i was gonna stand up for you that was mean. Hey, Robin's a fucking, like, ranger dude, right? Can't you uh, fucking cast a little spell to make us all sneaky? You, you haven't used Pass Without Trace once since you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the DM controlling NPCs. <laughs> Robin. So, Robin, you have a spell called Pass Without Trace uh, that you can, as a level 2 spell slot... Um, choose uh, up to 
six people within you can basically choose everybody in the party to get plus 10 to stealth i'll go ahead and cast that okay uh so robin casts a little pass without trace on everybody um so if you guys want to sneak in uh that's definitely on the table now okay that i mean that would be better that we could save ourselves not have to fight coyote got a nat 20 on his stealth check bonnie got a 26 actually what's bonnie's stealth bonnie got a 28 on her stealth what are we rolling stealth yep any advantage or anything you have plus 10 to it plus 10 to whatever you roll so i got 32 15 plus 10 so 25 (laughs) um 11 okay uh robin what's your stealth roll i'm working on it 17 plus 10 so 27 uh 27 um so everybody's super sneaky just luck of the draw you caught um everybody you caught the the patrolmen as they were like turning away uh keith then steps on a stick right outside the door that's been busted open and right before the uh guards swing around uh coyote yanks him by the collar and throws him into the house um so you guys are in the main area uh, kind of the entryway of the Vix's household. I just give a thumbs up to Coyote. He's like, I don't know how you fucked that up that bad, man. Uh, <laughs> it's not like a Scooby-Doo cartoon just now. You know, I'm happy to help, though. Let's go. Um, it takes a certain kind of special, you know? Yeah. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? Okay. Look, um... <laughs> Inside, uh, as you guys are inside this, uh, Vanessa, you've been to this place a whole bunch of times, so you can tell shit's fucked up in here. Uh, there's, like, vases broken, stuff all shattered, uh, and still, like, more of these possessed figures' bodies. And you can hear some commotion from what was, like, Princeton's uh, office um, inside, just from your, like, knowledge of this house. So do we think we still need to sneak around? Or can I run to try and see where that's coming from? It's probably them. I mean, it probably is. All right. Well, let's 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 go. Lead the way. I'm I'm going. We're going through the weird hallway to go exactly where I know where I'm going. <laughs> okay. Um, so Vanessa, leading the way, bursts through the door. Uh, make a perception check as you get into this house. Or as you get into this room. 17. 17. Um, so you guys clear through um, the entirety of the Vix's household. Um, and Vanessa, instantly you see there's three more of these brute dudes uh, hanging out there. Um, as well as Winston Wallace, Princeton's lizard folk assistant. Uh approaching Leilani Vixus uh, with a knife in his hand as Leilani is, like, protecting Carrie Ann's body. Um, I mean, I'm gonna run at him with my daggers in my hand. Uh, okay. He Do we did... get a surprise round? No. Fuck. No, because I went bursting through the door like an asshole. Yep. Um... I don't even care. I'm going to run right at him. Get that knife out of his bitch hand. Okay. Uh, so 
the lizard man, he uh, looks to you, um, and he is going to whip out a crossbow at Vanessa um, and take two attacks. Uh, Got my other D8 advantage. for one of them. Um, does a 16 hit you? A 16 would. I do have my um, my shield, which I got a five. Okay. Uh, so with the first Eleven attack, will not hit. Um, with the first attack, uh, it um, misses you as you kind of, at the last second, deflect uh, this crossbow bolt out of the way with your spear. Uh, it still has its second attack on you. Uh, okay. Awesome. Uh, once again, blasts at you with its crossbow, misses wildly. Uh, he's like, you guys shouldn't be here. Um, and that's going to be Coyote's turn. Uh, immediately, Coyote is going to cast a Mass Cure Wounds on uh, Leilani, Carrion, and all of you guys. Um, So he does 3d8 plus 5 to this. Two. Come on. Oh, he rolled good. 10, 18, 23 health back to everybody. Uh, you can see Carrie Ann uh, gets like a little burst of energy, but is not um, conscious, but looks like she's not dead. Um, but, uh, and Leilani is not really a fighter uh, so much, um, but seems, you know, to be hoarding some mom strength. Uh, and is mass cure, is cure wounds an action or a bonus action? Let's pull up, uh, that's an action. Uh, so he's just gonna hang out then uh, for the rest. Vanessa, you are up now. Oh. Did you heal yourself, uh, by the way, Vanessa? Uh, no, it still won't let me. Okay, so you are healed. Er. Cool. Back down to... Okay, cool. Uh, so right now, this guy is about 30 feet from you, um, and there's a couple of these possessed figures standing in the way. Uh, well, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to swap out... My, <laughs> I'm going to swap out my daggers for my battle axe again, because fuck these guys, I want to get to them. Uh, so I got three, so seven plus eight, 15. Okay, which one are you attacking? Uh, there's three of them, so are they just standing one, two, three? Uh, so they're kind of spread out on either side of the room. Uh, the table that was, like, normally in this room has been knocked over. Um, so you'd have, like, a straight run to where Winston Wallace is, but they would all be able to hit you uh, if you were to just run straight for him. Or you have, let's say, one, uh, they're, like, staggered, so you have, like, one who's like five feet on your left, uh, two is like 15, 20 feet on the right side, uh, and three is like 25 feet on the left side of this room. It's like a long rectangular room. All right. Uh, where's, where's Bonnie? Bonnie? Is Bonnie close to me? Uh, she's everybody's behind you as you just burst into this room. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to. <sighs> Well, I got healed, so hopefully, but I'll get three. So basically, I'll have three attack of opportunities on me if I run straight for him. Yes, but 
after missing you, he might just turn his sights on to Leilani if you don't get at him this turn. Yeah, that's what I would like to do. So, uh, all right. Well, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run right at him with my axe and take the hit and see what happens. Okay. Uh, first one is going to miss. Second one is going to hit. Uh, instead of swinging at you with damage, it just clotheslines you and stops you uh, about 15 feet dead sprint, and you are grappled. Um, so you have no movement until you break the grapple. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, but you can still attack uh, this one who stopped you, which is number two. Or you could use your action to try to break the grapple and try to use the rest of your movement to get past the third guy. Um, can I, can I, like, can I stab him? to try and escape from his hands from the grapple? Uh, you'd either have to use your action to break the grapple or attack him. You can't stab, you can't like cut off his hand um, and okay. break. Well, I'm, I am going to try and break the grapple, so what do I need to do? Uh, go ahead and roll an opposed strength check. Uh, I probably should have done my rage because I have that now. Uh, you could rage before you take your action. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna so I'm gonna rage so it's plus four damage and I have advantage on strength and athletics checks. Mm-hmm. You have to beat a nineteen on a strength or athletics check. I I'd assume your athletics is higher than your strength. Uh yeah, so let me So you have to beat a nineteen on an athletics check with advantage. Nat twenty. So you instantly just toss this guy against the wall, break the arm, um, <laughs> Do you want to keep running towards the other guys? Yes. yes, I want to keep running towards Wallace. Uh, the third, as you sprint to the third one, does the same thing. Uh, stops you in your tracks. You have no action to break the grapple. Um, so you I'm are just stuck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you already used bonus action to rage. I, I am. I'm gonna yell back at them. Bonnie, you have to get to him. Get your mom and your sister. Uh. Bonnie hears mom and sister and freaks the fuck out. Uh, Robin, it's your turn. So three has Vanessa in his grasp, right? Yes. I'm going for a shot on his forehead. Okay, so you like kind of barrel roll into the right side of the room uh, and aim down at number three. Oh, that was so oh, close. That was almost an F20. That was almost a crit. 14, uh, 14 misses. Oh, damn it. That would have been so cool. 21 to hit. 21 hits. Two, and oh, and bonus action, Hunter's Mark. Okay, so you have to use uh, the spell slot to bring that back. Uh, so we'll say you bonus actioned uh, your Hunter's Mark out. Um, so go ahead and roll your D6 for the Hunter's Mark damage. Uh, Plus four. So 10 total damage to number three with your second attack. Go ahead and roll your third attack. 24 to hit. 24 is going to hit. Go ahead and roll your damage plus your hunter's mark. So 12 damage. Make that 18 damage. 18 damage. Uh, super unhappy with what just happened. Uh, that's you. Um, so Mongo, uh, you kind of follow in the rest of the room. Um, like, same thing with Vanessa. Uh, there's one about 25 feet from you on, or 20 feet from you on the left side. Uh, holding Vanessa, one's about five feet from you on the left side. 
uh, undamaged and not holding anybody, and one's about uh, 10, 15 feet from you on on the right side of the room. Right. I think I'm going to do what Vanessa tried to do and sprint through everything and get to Winston. Uh, okay, so you're going to take... Uh, first attack misses on you. Second attack misses on you. Uh, actually, no, these guys used their reaction their turn this turn already, so they don't even get their opportunity attacks. Um, so you can actually just sprint straight towards uh, Winston Wallace. Um, Hack him. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to attack him. Go ahead and do your attacks. 16 hits. Just hits. For 16 damage. Okay. He's like, snow. Fucking lizard boy. <laughs> lizard boy. We'll do that again. Another 16 to hit. For 12 damage. Uh, okay, so you, yeah, you sprint through uh, and take your two fucking hits. Um, rough him up pretty good, but not immediately... Uh, Stopping what he's doing. Um, Keith, you're up, man. Uh, I'll cast Scorching Ray on Winston. Okay. At a fourth level. Make it hurt. Uh, so it's going to be... Hero 3. Uh, where's Scorching Ray? It's level 2, 4... Alright, so... Five attacks on him. One's gonna be a fifteen, sixteen. Uh, both those hit. Uh, the others are all gonna be over twenty. Okay, all five of them hit. Oh, I have one more to roll. Oh, you said there was five attacks. There is. Okay. I I only did four. I only have two dice. I don't know where the other one is. And the other is gonna be a thirteen. Uh, that one misses. So you got four hits on that. Okay. Of them. Uh, 10 for the first, uh, 9 for the second, 8 for the third, and another 8. Okay. Uh, he looks fucking displeased about that. Um, okay. Number one, who's the nearest on the left, is going to, um, Go after Keith with two attacks. Fucking misses. Hits on the second one. 11, 14 damage to Keith uh, on its attack as it gets right up to you. Um, number two is actually going to uh, turn and head towards Mongo. Take its two attacks. Hits on the first one. Hits on the second one. Uh, nine, twelve, and seven, ten. So twenty-two damage to Mongo. Uh, and the third one is just going to take its two attacks on Vanessa, who it's holding. Crits and rolls at nineteen, nineteen and twenty. Ooh, this is bad. Oh no. Six, twelve. 15, 18 damage on the first attack. Three, only six on the second attack, though. Okay. Um, 
what's Bonnie gonna do? I think, realistically, Bonnie is just going to sprint through all of these guys uh, and try to tackle this fucker. Um, she's plus zero to athletics. Um, yeah, so at least as the kind of brutes are all tied up, uh, Bonnie sees a little, little bit of a hole. Uh, Bonnie rolls an 11. He has better strength than her. Actually, he doesn't. Um, so Bonnie sprints through all these guys, kind of bobs and weaves out of the way, uh, and just tackles uh, Winston Wallace completely uh, and grapples him. Um, he's going to use his action to uh, try and break the grapple. He got a 15. Uh, he does break out of the uh, grapple, though, on his turn. Um, but he fucking has to use his action to do that. Shit. Uh, Coyote is going to cast uh, Hold Person at a 5th level. And actually try to get all five or all four of these people uh, with one spell. First uh, possessed figure fails. Second possessed figure passes. Uh, third one fails. Uh, and Winston Wallace is going to have to burn his one legendary resistance to fucking not get held. Uh, so number one is completely restrained by this magic. Or number two is completely restrained by this magic, the one who was attacking Mongo. Um, but everybody else is saved. Um, so Vanessa, you are being still being grappled by number three. You can take your three attacks from being grappled, or you can try to break this and do a bonus action or action surge or something. Um, yeah, I'm still... How long does rage last for? It's just one turn? No, it's one minute, which is ten rounds. Oh, okay, so that's so I'm still raging then. Yeah, uh, in uh, this combat started at round three, I think. Um, so, yeah, you have like nine rounds of rage left. Sweet. All right. Well, so I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and get out of it. I'm gonna use the strength to try and get out of it. Okay. Got to be a thirteen. All right. Eighteen. Yeah. So you break out of it. Uh, you have your movement uh, from where everything's kind of positioned now. You wouldn't have to leave this one's threatened area uh, to get to Winston Wallace, but you can't attack him unless you action surge or something. Uh so I'm. I mean. If Mongo's working on that, uh, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna hit this guy that just grappled me. I mean, screw this guy. I'm gonna hit him with my axe. Okay, just go for... ahead and take your three attacks. So fourteen. Fourteen misses. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen hits. Okay. So nine damage on that second hit. Now I'm going for my third, which was twenty-six, which is gonna hit. Yeah. And ten damage on that one. Okay, uh, you fucked this thing up pretty good. Uh, any bonus actions or anything? Um, so I'm going to... Um, can I do movement with that? Uh, you still have your movement. Um, yeah, because I didn't technically move. Right. Okay. Where you are, are you kind of like in the far left corner of this rectangular room? Uh, and it's you, Mongo, Bonnie, uh two, three, and Winston Wallace all kind of in the same grouping. 
Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna... All right, yeah. I'm if I don't I don't have to worry about him attacking me, then I'm going to start I'm going to run at Wallace and take a swing at him next time. Okay? Uh actually, do I still No, I, that's that's all I had. Never mind. Yeah, so you like move a step uh still within the area of number 3, uh but now your great axe is trained on Winston Wallace. Uh Robin, you are up. You still have number 3 marked. Um Number three going to die. Okay. Go ahead and make your three attacks. Not with an eight. Miss. Uh, misses. 24 will hit him. Yes, that will. Uh, so, eight damage. Eight damage. Uh, thing is looking pretty bad. Uh, still got one attack left. And there's a crit 26. Uh, go ahead and finish this thing. Hell yeah. Just going to blow him right between the temples, baby. Blasts out the side of its head. Same thing. You just killed a person who was under a spell. Um, uh, do you want to switch your uh, hunter's mark to somebody else? Uh, disengage hunter's mark. Okay. You dispel hunter's mark. Yes, thank you. Uh, that's, what, that's the word I was looking for. Completely. Uh, okay. Mongo, you are up. You have Winston Wallace right in front of you. Uh, number two, who was attacking you from behind, uh, seems to be held uh, by Coyote's magic. Uh, what you got, baby? <clears throat> I'm going to keep going at Winston. Okay. 12 is not going to hit him. Uh, 12 is not going to hit, and as, the, as you miss your first attack... Uh, he actually returns and stabs you with a with his dagger. Um, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Three. Three. Uh, so you're going to fail. So you take uh, eight damage right away. You also take six, nine, plus seven, 16 poison damage as he reposts and stabs into you. Uh, so 24 total damage, 16 of which was poison. Um, your second attack, 14, also misses. Um, go ahead and make your third attack. I don't get a third attack. Oh, yeah, you don't. Haha. <laughs> you just <laughs> get your super good sword. Okay. Uh, so, you yeah. You could have totally taken a third attack right there. <laughs> I know. I am honest. <laughs> um, okay, Keith, your turn. Uh, you said one and two were still held? Uh, just two is held. One uh, just two is held, okay. Missed out of it. Uh, we're not going to cast Fireball in an enclosed space, because that would be a bad idea. You would kill um, Leilani everybody. and Carrion. <laughs> you would kill everybody. You would just kill them. <laughs> I really want to. You may, no, you know, make an insight check. Go ahead and make an insight check. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to. But it's just like I have fireball. Stop using fireball. You in are situation where it doesn't call for it. You're forbidden from using that in indoor spaces anymore, and on SUVs. But it's like fireball, man. In his defense, he is a tiefling, so yeah. At some point, <laughs> that can't be the excuse. I mean, it is the excuse. I'm a fucking tiefling. <laughs> They're kind of pyromaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And also on inanimate objects. I don't want to waste another level four spell slot on Winston. But I will waste a level three spell slot on lightning bolt on two, number two. Is that an attack roll or a saving throw? It is a dexterity saving throw. He automatically fails because uh, he's held or because they're held. Oh, bet. <laughs> um, 8d6 lightning damage. <laughs> uh, 12. <laughs> 20... 28, 27, or was that 28? So 32, 37, like shit, 40, 44, how many, 44 damage. How many d6 did you roll? It's 8d6. 8d6, okay. 6 times then, 8 is 48. So, uh, Dude, my first like four rolls were sixes and fives. Okay. 44 and damage. Then, and then my last, like, two or three were, like, twos and ones. Okay. 44 damage. Um, <laughs> I don't think you did your math right, but it's okay. Um, so that's you blast this thing with a lightning bolt. Uh, it's not happy. Uh, this one is coming at you. Uh, still the one who's kind of on you. It's going to hit on its first attack uh, for 10 damage. Miss on its second attack. Uh, so 10 damage to Keith. Uh, this thing got fucked up. He's got to make a wisdom save again. He basically only passes on a 15 or higher, so he fails. Uh, still held by magic. Um, so Bonnie, with that fucking all tangled up with the rest of them, is going to go ahead and cast... Bestow curse. Oh, bestow curse is an action. God, buddy does really not have any offensive spells. Um. All right. So Bonnie's gonna thunderclap this fucker. Uh, Vanessa and Mongo. I'm gonna need you guys to make Constitution saving throws. Uh, she's gonna do this. Constitution One. saving throw. Yeah. Fourteen. Fourteen. I don't think I saved. <laughs> uh, neither uh, no. of you uh, pass. But neither does Winston. Uh, so all of you take seven damage as Bonnie just kind of claps her hands together and this burst of uh, golden energy comes out. Um, I still can't do my damage. Uh, 12. Um, and then that was a cantrip. Uh, that's going to be it for her, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Winston Wallace is gonna go at Mongo again, because Mongo was fucking him up. He's gonna make... He's gonna miss on his first one. Is going to hit on its second attack. Um, minimum damage from this puts you down, uh, Mongo. So you go dead. Uh, so he stabs at Mongo uh, in the chest. Poison kind of courses through Mongo's veins and Mongo falls. Um, but Coyote is going to go ahead and bring you uh, right the fuck back up with a third level uh, healing word. Um, 
So that's 3d4, right? 3d4 plus 5. 3, 6, 7. Uh, 7 plus 5 is 12. So 12 health back to Mongo. Uh, from Coyote. Uh, and uh, Coyote's actually just going to run up to uh, number 1 and swing his fucking guitar at it. Uh, actually going to fucking hit. Crazy. <laughs> He hits uh, for six damage. He cracks this thing in the back with his guitar, with his guitar for six damage. Uh, so Mongo gets a 12 back, and then he just whips out his brand new shiny guitar, <laughs> smacks him in the back. Um, cool. So that's Coyote's turn. Uh, Vanessa, you are up. Okay. So I am now standing. I got I got all the way over to him, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to... I don't really care about killing him. Uh, so I'm going to take a swing with my battle axe. Okay, go ahead and make your shit. And don't forget to add plus four to your damage. Because of rage. Yes. I have been. Um, Alright, so 12 plus 8, so 20. Dirty 20. Hits. And so 13 damage on the first one. 13 damage on the first one. Second attack. 14. 14 total to hit. Uh, misses. Third okay. attack. And third attack is 9 plus 8, so 17. That hits. So 10, 14. Uh, 14 more damage. Uh, this guy is not looking good. It's just kind of cackling. Coughing up some blood and shit. Uh, Robin, you're up. Anybody near Winston Wallace? Yes. Literally everybody. <laughs> everybody make a deck save. Make a perception check before you do what you're going to do. 16? Not you, just Robin. Oh, okay. 14? Uh, Leilani is very clearly a injured, non-combatant figure. Um, and Carrie Ann, this young girl, is passed out immediately next to Winston Wallace. Um, Hunter's Mark instead. Okay. Um, that is your last first level spell slot because you dispelled the Hunter's Mark. Um, so you Hunter's Mark Winston Wallace, go ahead and roll your three attacks. Um, he has plus two to his AC because you're trying to shoot through a lot of people. 23 to hit. Go ahead and finish this guy off. Blast him right between his eyes. Uh, so you take aim, truer sight. Your determination, insight has never been clearer in this moment. Uh, and blast Winston Wallace. You kind of sk- shoot him in his uh, his um, his left eye as he like falls to the ground, bleeding out. Um, you guys clean up the rest of the possessed figures, um, completely taking him out. I'm not gonna make you go through all that combat again because they're just. You know, drones. Um, unless you wanted to try and like do something to capture one of them. Anything to keep from killing innocent people that are possessed. I mean, you guys have to make that choice. If you tell me you want to do it, I'll let you do it because you're gonna fuck them up. Um, but well, I mean, I- if we can, if we can move on and try and get them not 
possessed. Maybe just say we knocked him out and move on. Uh, so Coyote commands both of them to stop, basically whatever they're doing, um, and you guys can tie him up. Uh, Winston oh. Wallace is like breathing heavily, bleeding out on the ground, clearly dying. Um, Carrie Ann and Carrie Ann is like passed out, uh, seemingly like stable, um, but in real bad shape. And uh, Leilani is just like breathing heavily, shielding Carrie Ann's body with her own body. Um, anybody doing anything in this instance? We need to heal. I'll somebody just cast was, somebody a heal. mass healing word. Okay. Just where um, everyone gets some heals. Coyote's going to cast a mass healing word at a fucking... Many spells all got deleted. Um, uh, what's my where's my best I'll do it at just at the third level. Uh, Bonnie and Coyote are gonna both cast a mass healing word as well. Uh, Three, Bonnie's gonna cast five. it as a as a third level. Uh, Coyote casts it a fourth. Uh, so Coyote gives you both all eleven HP back. Uh, and I bon give nine. Bonnie gives everybody ten. So I'm back to say I am fully healed. Um, the only one that's not fully healed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go up to you and just cast a cure wounds at a second level. That's two D eight. Where's my D eight? Uh, ten plus five, so fifteen. Doesn't do much, but that's. I mean, it's better. He's in better <laughs> shape than he was a little bit ago. Um, okay. So we should, like, interrogate. Lizard man over here. He's like gasping for breath, but still conscious. Um, Carrie Ann uh, looks stable, like I said. Isn't going to die, but basically just wore herself out completely, uh, fighting off and destroying a whole bunch of dudes that were attacking. Um, and Leilani, like I said, her, her combat skills are not... They're just not. Um, so she's breathing heavily. Thank you guys so much. Oh my god. Thank you. And crying. Uh, Bonnie comforts her mom. And yeah, the lizard dude is hanging out on the floor. You guys do whatever you want with him as I'm kind of like walking away from him to check on the rest of the family. I mean, what do we want to know? Suppose we should ask him where, where Cap is. We know we where Cap is. Yeah, we know where Cap is. Okay, fine. Uh, he's just like kind of writhing there. He's just like, you ruined everything. I can't. You could never share this vision for the city. None of you could. Bro, we ruin everything we touch, so like, that's nothing new. <laughs> you fucking, you're all gonna die. All of you are gonna die. <laughs> I'm just gonna take the pistol I have and shoot him in the face. <laughs> uh, so... You blast him. Make an insight check, Keith. Uh, 18 plus 1, 19. You know he died just before the bullet hit him. Uh, the laser hit him because he died from Robin stuff. Um, so in the instant you pulled the trigger, he was already dead. Haha, uh, -ha, screw you. Um, <laughs> I don't care. It's just a guy to shut up. And yeah, you guys have rescued the Vixus girls despite a lot of attempts to maybe not do that. Um, 
Are you asking them anything? I mean, it's all you, Vanessa. I already walked away. I mean, I'm good. Okay. Um, Bonnie just hugs her her mom and sister um, and says, uh, uh, and casts, like, some shit to, uh, like, protect them, basically. Um, Coyote comes back in from outside. He subdued the other four with some magic, the four dudes who were outside. Um, so the girls aren't in immediate danger and says, uh, all right, should we go fucking help with, uh, Victoria or whatever fuck her name is, right? That's her name. Yep. Yeah. If we know everything's good here, well, I mean, I want to, well, I guess it doesn't matter. We, we need to get over there. All right, fucking. Do you want me to stay here and protect the girls? Like, I think. Oh, uh, I kind of like put a shoulder or put my hand on uh, Bonnie's shoulder. I'm like, you get, you can stay. Yeah. Protect, you... protect your family. And I kind of l- look off to Coyote and be like, just kind of give him a nod real quick. Okay, but I've been part of this whole thing all the time, and you're gonna leave me out and tell me to stay here. Uh, at the last, instead of stopping my dad and Marcus. Well, <sighs> who's gonna pro- look? You need to protect your family, all right? Fucking Coyote can stay here. I'm not sitting it out at the end. I mean, that's fair. Like, I'm not gonna tell you how to live your life, but like, I'm just saying. What do you? Yeah, like, your mother and sister almost died. I would think you want to spend a little bit of time with them. Well, but at the same time, she has been with us for this, and. If she wants to come, she should be able to come. Yeah, if she wants she to stay, she can stay. I'm just, I'm just suggesting. That's all. And I think you think I can't handle it. Uh, I no. think that's what you were fucking you're saying like, to me, Keith. No, I think you're fucking more badass than Vanessa. Shut up. Fuck you. Oh, wow. Coyote, can you stay here? Coyote just nods his head, says, "Fuck you. I don't want to hear from you anymore." Great. Um. So, Coyote, before <laughs> he just kind of shrugs. Whatever. Uh, Coyote, before uh, you leave, Vanessa, Coyote says, Ness, I just want you to know, whatever happens, um, I'm so proud of you, sweetie. You've become so much better of a, of a woman than I deserved. And I know your mom is so proud looking down on you. Um, I just want you to know that. And you have two uses of a d8 of bardic inspiration for the next hour um two uses d8 so you can basically add a d8 to an attack roll ability check or saving throw um twice for the next hour okay i'm well you know it means a lot to me that you've been so good about all this stuff and just been there for me and i love you and i just kind of like run at him and like give him like a squishy hug like i would like i was like a little kid again uh i love you too ness he hugs you back uh you guys share this nice little embrace then he goes and starts tending to um uh keith make a charisma saving throw (laughs) (laughs) this is so beautiful man (laughs) 24 24 uh so (laughs) 
Coyote goes to cast silence on you as you're walk as you're clapping, and he's walking away, but you just fucking clap through it, basically. Um, <laughs> um, I'm like wiping little tears from my eyes. All right. Yeah. So he tosses you. Go. He tosses you the keys to your to the car, um, and you guys all get back in. Um, the Victoria Day's office is in uh, the neighborhood of Keith's family home. Uh, so you guys know where it is roughly. Um, and as you guys are driving over there, make uh, perception checks. <laughs> Nine. Five. Twenty-one. Seven. Um, I've been like poop on my text this week. <laughs> so uh, nobody, everybody else is kind of focused, getting their act together based off what they've just seen so far today. Um, but Vanessa, you see off in the distance uh, a flying creature coming towards the city. It's him. I'm kind of pointing out that direction where I can see. Our ride's he's, here. He's far, but he's on his way. You know, he's like he's like getting into the city, basically. Um, uh, and he starts flying, uh, and. You can see kind of from where your elevated position, uh, he like kind of lands and like tail whips a bunch of people, fucking breezes energy breath, um, and then like flies up and seems to be flying towards your direction um, as you guys head for uh, Victoria Day's office. Um, make perception checks as you get to the office now. Uh, so you pull up in Middle Utopia. It's still chaos on the fucking streets. A lot of shit's happening. There's still people just kind of like standing there, zombified. Uh, some people still like marching around, and some people like hiding and shit still. Eight. Fourteen. Thirty. Twenty. Uh, I got one better than my last one. Ten. <laughs> um. So, Mongo and Keith, you guys just see like people standing around. Um. Uh, I'm too busy. Is there is is there a sunroof <laughs> on this vehicle? Uh, yes, there is a sunroof. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, it's open, and Keith is kind of like waving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so to, Keith to the, to the to the dragon. Keith thing, is trying to I'm wave like, to no. the the chimera, um, <laughs> trying to flag it down. Uh, Robin, you see the most obvious thing in that this office, which uh, is the address of Victoria Day's office, uh, there is a big hole uh, blasted in the front of the building. Um, uh oh. Uh, Vanessa, you see Andreas coming towards you, um, knocking like some people out of the way, um, and you also see uh, a dwarven figure uh, kind of crouched behind some rubble in the entryway, uh, or in like the hole. Um, so you guys pull up, you get out of the car. As you guys are pulling up, Andreas lands with Elizabeth on his back, and he says. Well, I'll be honest, I didn't expect them to make their move that early, uh, but this is fine. Um, Elizabeth and I can keep the masses away from you and keep you safe, um, but get all the help you can, and then I guess we have to get up to the governor's mansion or whatever it is. I'm just waving to Elizabeth. Hi, Keith. Uh, not really the time to be acting stupid. Uh, I am very stupid all the time thank you very much this is i'm kind of like walking over to the hole as they're doing that 
Uh, okay, so you are walking over the hole. As you get a little closer, you can see um, Stefan Stonefist. Uh, it's Stefan Stonefist is the Dwarven figure crouched behind Rebel. He looks like he's been dealing with some shit. Uh, he's holding up like a big hammer. Uh, and he is going to join the party. Um, uh, Andreath also says, uh, all these people, they are under the effects of a, of a spell. Um, so if you can avoid killing them, they should return to normal once the spell is cleared by defeating Pr- Princeton. So if you can, I'm trying to avoid killing them. If, if you can. Knock them out instead. Knock them out instead. Um, but I don't know how many more zombified, spelled people you're going to run into. Um, and then he and Elizabeth take off back uh, towards like a crowd and stuff. Uh, so you guys get into this entryway. Uh, like I said, Stefan Stonefist is hiding behind some rubble um, and shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> what's everybody doing? And find out what the hell happened. <laughs> Who else is there right now? Is it just us with, with Stonefist? Uh, in the entryway immediately, yes. Uh, you can hear like some sort of mechanical whirring. Um, though deeper into the building and some pounding almost like something's trying to break through a door or a wall okay. well that doesn't sound good so we had ask him are you okay is there anyone else with you they're trying uh, not with me in particular uh, Kep was with uh, Victoria they're trying to break into her office and kill her I think Cap charged back out at the, the people but they they have uh, they have some big fucking things there, guys. Oh, no. Big schmig, let's do this. Let's go. As you say that, Keith, uh, you hear like a mechanical wind-up, and then I need you to make a dexterity saving throw uh, as a large mass of something is thrown directly at you. Uh, uh, five? Keith, you take... 14 damage uh, as a mass of uh, massive body uh, hits you, collapses and lands on you. Uh, You can feel a slight breathing, uh, but you're kind of knocked and dazed uh, as you're pinned under another person. Uh, Anybody else can make perception checks if they want. Cap? (laughs) I got a nine on my perception check. <laughs> I got a 19. I got a 16. Um, so for Vanessa, it's kind of hard to tell because it's in, he's in full armor. Um, but Robin and Mongo, you can tell based off the armor and the axe he had in his hand that this is the body of Captain Mercant. Um, he is breathing, uh, but he looks in bad shape. Oh boy. Um, Keith, I would cast some spells right about now. Uh, well, but if Cap's not there, then we need to get up to Victoria. Uh, all of a sudden, you guys hear a laugh. <laughs> I should have so fucking killed you all when I had the chance. I really should have. As Marcus Mortimer steps out. So in this entryway, there's like a... Um, it's, it's clearly destroyed. There's like this plant fixture in the middle, uh, staircases up either side of the room with like a mezzanine type area out in this mm-hmm. lobby. 
Um, so you hear this laugh. He's like, I should have fucking killed you when I had the chance. Uh, and Marcus Mortimer steps up uh, with a rifle around his back and he leans against like the railing. Lost my microphone. Do I know it's Captain at this point? Uh, I assume one of them says Cap or some shit. And he's like kind of getting himself up. Um, and then hearing a douchebag talking over them, he's going to cast Fireball. Uh,. You are pinned under Cap. There's no way you can cast Fireball pin. Like, you got... He's, like, on your arms, pinning you to the ground. I'm aiming my crossbow, but that's about all I'm doing right now. Says, uh... You know, I don't understand. Keith, I had you dead to rights in a fucking alley all those fucking weeks ago. God. Uh, I'm a badass. Well, no, I just chose not to pull the fucking trigger because I wanted to give you a chance. It'd be easier to have not killed you. But, you know, you guys just had to keep thwarting shit over and over again. Well, I appreciate your help. Because you allowed to make me a few improvements when you guys broke into my factory. From behind him, two giant golden mechs. Not suits this time, just mechs. Jump out and land on either side of the base of the staircase. He pulls his rifle out from around, from or off his back. And says, Bonnie, hun, look, I'm sorry I have to do this, but you're all going to fucking die now. And that's where we end our session. Uh, oh, my God. I was, I was getting ready to roll initiative. Fucking women, God. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hi everybody, thank you for tuning in to Night 23 of Utopia. This is Idiots Rolling Dice. I am Mimic Idiot. I am Dungeon Master of this campaign. I am joined as always by Daisy Cakes, who plays Vanessa Halen, uh, Jimmy SHR14, who plays Robin Hoodie, uh, Playtiful, who plays Mongo, and Vex, who plays Keith Miller. Uh, thank you. Sorry for all the times that we've missed in the last couple weeks. Uh, we will also miss in two weeks from now because I will be out of town. Um, but then three weeks from now should be, if everything goes according to plan, the finale of the campaign. Um, so it also just gives me an extra week to prep for the finale. If everything goes right, fingers crossed. Um, yes. So follow us on Twitter at erdpod, I-R-D-P-O-D. Follow us on Instagram at 80 Sterling Dice. Uh, we are on, you know, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, all your favorite things. Yeah, be there if you like the streams. If you are listening on the podcast and want to catch the streams live every Saturday night at 6 p.m., uh, we stream on multiple Twitch channels that are linked in the description below. Uh, appreciate all of you. Uh, bless up.